Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about Captain Zappone. Uh, let me just read this here. The Minister for Justice, or should I say, Minister of Children, Captain Zappone, uh, was informed about serious concerns regarding hide and seek childcare more than a year ago. This is the one, of course, that was featured in the primetime programme. And Captain said she was told at the time that the, uh, that the centre was registered uh, with Tusla, but the creche in North County, Dublin, continued to be unregistered for another seven months. In August 2018, Finance Minister and Dublin Central TD Pascal Donoghue forwarded a copy of a complaint he had received from a constituent to Captain Zappone and the constituent was a parent of a child who attended the hide and seek facility in Glasnevin they raised concerns about the facility including how it wasn't registered with Tusla uh, they also described the centre as absolutely disorganised and that was the quote they used to Tusla and raised fears about the turnover of staff in March of this year, Minister Zappone wrote to the Minister, Minister Dunham to confirm the centre was registered with Tusla in March, the four, uh, 14 months after it actually began operating. Now, the Fianna Fáil spokesperson for children, Anne Rabbit, obtained the documents under the Freedom of Information Act. And so for 14 months, this facility was allowed to provide care to children and pretend to parents uh, that it was properly, reg- properly registered, regulated service when it was in fact operating in the absence of any permission, according to Deputy Rabbit. And so I find it deeply disturbing to think that uh, identification of childcare facilities breaching regulations is being left to concerned citizens rather than the minister and the department. Now, Catherine Zappone has acknowledged that the crash was not registered with Tusla, but said it would be inappropriate for her to interfere in the agency's ongoing investigations, because as we know, there is an investigation ongoing. But joining me in the line is the Fianna Fáil spokesperson for children, Anne Rabba. Good afternoon to you, Thank you, Niall, for having me. Um, Anne, this is quite a, a disturbing uh, piece of information, really, that she knew at the time that it wasn't registered. It was continued to allow to operate unregistered, even with parents raising concerns about it. It is very disturbing, Niall, and I think my language is fairly fair when I say that they were pretending to the parents that it was properly registered, and all the while it was, in fact, operating in the absence of any permission, and no parent knew this the case. Uh, and they were dropping off their most precious every single morning, paying a high fee for that service. And all um, the we, all, we all see the service that was being provided, of course, on prime well, time. No, no, but see, that's not the service you as a parent would see from the outset mm-hmm. when you drop your child to a door. Like, people who would be listening in have to understand, they don't walk through the service or anything else. They walk in a hallway mm-hmm. and you stand at the door and you hand over your most precious. We've seen from the undercover operation what sort of a service was being provided. But we all know from listening to the day that they came before us at the Oroctus, Tusla, we all hear about how any service can put on the best show. And if they're down in numbers, particularly if they're a chain, they can ring in and get others in from another service. So we know how you can disguise it. But the day-to-day operations is what we witnessed on the undercover operation, which was shocking from the primetime investigations, time. And in relation to Minister Zappone, have you spoken to her about this? Have you spoken to her about her knowledge of this? Because obviously under Freedom of Information, you got this, what I would class as you would say, uh, deep dis- disturbing in- information. I mean, and what has her reaction been, apart from the fact I, that she said, you know, there's an ongoing investigation and I can't really talk about it? Well, to be quite honest with you, I um the minister did her interviewing the morning after in Morning Ireland, um, where her herself um, led me to believe she was shocked and horrified by the by the revelations on the primetime show. Absolutely. But I haven't spoken to her for a sense because I took her at face value. She knew nothing whatsoever about it. It was just that um, perhaps I might have got um, an inkling 
that there might have been information passing over and back. And the thing was because Jan, or, um, Maureen O'Sullivan had put down a parliamentary question on it the previous year. And it was from there I started my troll because when Maureen put down that question, she put it down in the knowledge or some constituent would have come to her and said, by the way, and it was from there I asked those questions. I mean, because, I mean, Pascal who sent her a letter in 2018, a right. copy of the complaint that was received. So she was aware that there was a problem. She was aware because... But you, as you said on the interview after the morning after the show, she kind of acted like she kind of didn't know very much about it. Yes, absolutely. And she, she was very um, empathetic to the whole situation and, and showed huge um, concern for the little boy in question. But all the while, what was passed over to her on the 1st of August, the detailed um, complaint identified ratios 1 to 15, is what I have found out. Um, it also cited that the crash was not registered a high turnover staff, and the policy on behaviour management within the service. So that's could the we be, could, but, and, I mean, in her defence, I suppose, could we be over-analysing the situation that she probably receives a lot on her desk every morning in relation to complaints about different things in childcare in different quarters around the country, and maybe this is an oversight on her behalf that she didn't realise that the two were connected? Could that be an oversight? Possibly. Uh, look, I can't speak for the Minister as to how this uh, was let go for a further seven months. It does seem like a long time, doesn't it, for it somebody to be unregistered and running a, a childcare service, as you rightly and pointed I, out, our most vulnerable in society. If I was to the minister in the morning, that would be the one question I'd ask her. Is, can she account for the long delay in bringing a service into line, particularly after the seven months from when Minister Donoghue brought it to her, her attention from a constituent of his? It just seems unbelievable. Like We have to be very fair to childcare providers out there as well, Niall, that are listening in and to parents. Like, we have 4,500 um, childcare facilities in this country. And to be quite honest with you, from we, the, in, the interview that took place at the Children's Oropolis Committee, it only appears out of that, that there's 37 of them at this, this is what they told us at the Oropolis Children's Committee, that there was 37 of them at a critical list. And this service we're talking about would have fallen in within the realms of it. I mean, if I look back, I mean, this almost sounds like a repeat of the situation with Frances Fitzgerald, you know, in relation to Morris McCabe, when she was told or she had received information in relation to the Morris McCabe investigation, but denied she had received that information or was aware of that information, although it had been sent to her. I'm not saying it's exactly the same situation, same scenario, but certainly it is something that some people would have considered an oversight, but certainly in the Oireachtas it wasn't considered an oversight, so much so that she had to step down. I mean, should uh, Catherine Zappone resign? If it, if it is a case that she knew that there was complaints about this place. She knew it was unregistered and then went on the television the following morning after the investigation kind of, I'm not saying she wasn't empathetic towards the parents who left their young children there, but certainly suggesting that, oh gosh, this is awful and I didn't know anything about it. Well, to be fair, the, the, if you can see from all the correspondence that I got uh, under the Freedom of Information, you will see that that it was handed straight to Tusla to investigate it and to see what was ongoing with it. But did she so, not follow like, it up? Obviously not. But there was a follow-up, I think, in the, the following February because the Minister, Donoghue, must have made contact again with the, with Minister Sapone because um, she responded to him on the 8th of March saying that the service had been registered on the 1st of March. So she was March. aware of the service. And she, well, then she, clearly she was aware of the service. She was aware of the complaint. And yes, she seemed not aware of it after the primetime programme. Well, certainly was aware of us, obviously, after primetime, what was going on, but didn't seem aware that she had received, you know, previous she complaints. She didn't declare that. No, that, she didn't declare that. And so, so the point is, you know, I mean, if she's, she's not doing her job, so if that is the case, 
or unless we're overanalyzing the situation, and I don't think that you are, Anne. I don't think you're overanalyzing it. Um, I think it's fair to call her out on it. But, I mean, if it is a case that she knew about it, if it is a case she knew it wasn't registered, if it is a case that she knew from Pascal O'Donoghue's complaint that this place was being run inappropriately, certainly, or, or as they said, quote, absolutely disorganised, surely, you know, she's not doing her job and should resign. Well, surely the Minister should come before the Children's Committee and follow up in relation to the 37 questions that Tusla left us hanging on by the last time when we finished up. It was the last thing that was discussed in the last five minutes, that there were 37 questions. Critical, I think it's important for the Minister to come and explain time delays. For the simple reason being, Niall, and people mightn't be aware of this, under the legislation that was very welcome in 2016, it stated that if a question was unregistered, okay, after there were serious breaches, that a 21-day notice would be served on those services. It's now quite clear that 21 days equals 14 months. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's what the uh, minister well, needs to well, with all, I mean, you've, and, and fair play to you, by the way, for getting this under free information. And I'm sure many people will be delighted to hear that you are doing your job as a spokesperson for children. Um, but it seems that she's, if indeed this is true, and if indeed she hasn't commented yet, and obviously in fairness to her, she has a right to reply in relation to it. But, if it. but if it is true that she received a complaint from Pascal Dunahoo, she sent that complaint on to Tussler, she was aware it wasn't registered. But yet, after the incident had happened, and we all visually watched what was going on, she seemed not aware of it. It does seem like it's either an oversight on her behalf or she just didn't want to say that she'd already been aware of it. So if that was the case and she wasn't aware of it, surely she should resign. Well, I, I keep saying to you that I, I would like to hear the Minister's reply. I'd like her to come before the Children's Eurostice Committee and I would like clarity on the other 37 okay, questions. But, okay, well, if she clarifies, Anne, that she did know about it and she did know it was unregistered, and she was aware of the, of the complaints about it, but continued to allow this particular premises to be open. She's not doing I'd her like job. To hear her, I would like to hear the communications, because all we see is one side of it at the moment, is the paper trail that's going over and back. I would like to hear her links with Tusla through the whole seven months, because I would like to believe that at the same time that that minister had complete involvement with it, even though she didn't declare it the morning after, she was very clearly aware that that question was unregistered. All right, well, listen, thank you. Well done, and thank you very much indeed. Fianna Fáil spokesperson for children, Anne Rabbit. I appreciate you coming on the air today. Uh, all right, loads and loads of texts already in relation to that, and I want to disgrace uh, that people were aware that this place was being run badly, but yes, it was left open. Well, that seems to be the way it is. Now, maybe Minister Zapone will come back and say that she wasn't aware, or maybe, I, and, you know, I can only suggest that maybe, you know, as a TD or as a minister, that you would have a lot coming through your desk on a daily basis and you may not remember something in particular, but certainly because it featured in the primetime programme and because she was on the radio the next morning talking about it, you would imagine she would have maybe had a quick look back and see, did it ever crop up before? I mean, the very fact that Pascal O'Donoghue had sent her a copy of a complaint he received from his constituent about that particular crash and that she had passed that on to Tussley, you'd imagine she would have some knowledge of it, wouldn't you? I mean, it doesn't seem like an oversight, but look, should we give it the benefit of the doubt? Maybe it was. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.